This week on the Good Game, Bad Game podcast, we will be talking about everyone's favorite video game retailer, GameStop. Uh, We'll be discussing more information in regards to the next-gen storage upgrades, a weekly topic for us, it appears, and the new trophy overhaul that PlayStation just introduced. Do you want to do the Do you want to do the intro song this week? Hmm. I figured you were going to ask me to, and I thought you were just going to put it on me. So I had this whole like Uno reverse card thing all planned out. So I'd make you do it in the end anyway. Uh huh. Um, so no, <laughs> I, I listened to it. I listened to your version of it, and I was trying to remember like how it went. Yeah. And then I realized how long you went on for last time. And I said, nope, not remembering it. We'll probably just play it through my phone. So is that that's a no. I have to do the intro song? Yeah. Oh, that was just, wow. I wasn't ready for that. I don't think I was, I don't think I ever imagined that I would say, Mike, take the intro song. And the answer would just be no. <laughs> <laughs> I, All right. I think there have been so many times you've caught me off guard on this podcast. I needed to get back once. I'll do it next week. But okay. I need to get back. All right, I'll pencil you in for next week and uh, and three, two, one intro song. Yeah, going even longer than last time, and I'm going super long. And we're talking about good game, bad game podcast. <laughs> oh, am I gonna have a treat for you next week? It's different every time. That's the best part. I mean, it's always a little the same. It's always like that. You know, something yeah. along those lines. But like, it's always different. Uh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode four of Good Game, Bad Game podcast. The blow-up episode. The blow-up episode. Everybody knows in the podcast game, episode four is when you really when you really make it big. Uh, I'm on... I feel like... Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I'm on like 40 different podcasts and every single fourth episode of those. That's why I'm making the big bucks. I'm, I'm famous. Daddy. I, f- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like episode four in the podcast world is like episode 100 in TV. Oh, there you go. But it's like not not many get there, but the ones who do the man they're big. <laughs> I was gonna say, how many TV shows make it to episode one hundred? Well, The Simpsons, and Mash, Mash. Why Mash? Where'd you pull that from? I don't know. I just knew it was a show that was on forever. Oh no! And I said, oh, I'm just I, I'm I'm confused. Oh, I mean, says <laughs> why Mash would be one of your first options. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> um, Mike, tell me about your past week in video games. This is my favorite part of the podcast. Just so I you know. caved, and my only Prime Day purchase was Madden Twenty One. <laughs> so, this is my full disclosure for every week after this week you ask me this question (laughs) the answer is going to be Madden 21. I love it. But this week I kind of continued playing Halo from last week. Oh, Um, (laughs) um, I played Madden 18. Don't ask me why. (laughs) I'm blowing up the Raiders. RG3 is my quarterback. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, what else did I play? I think that might have been it. I just played those two games, and then like I don't know, Solitaire. Oh, nice. Yeah, Solitaire's a good one, especially like good game to play while working. 
any game is a good game to play while working. Well, yeah, but I mean, like solitaire. Unless you're like, me and my employer is listening right now, that oh, no games. Uh oh. While listening, while listening either, you should be sure to pay attention while working. Um, yeah, I, I, obviously, but I feel like solitaire is that game that you can like get away with at work. You know, like if somebody I mean, walked by and saw you playing solitaire, they'd be like, "Ah, oh, he's just taking a little break." But if somebody walked by and you were playing Gears of War, they'd be like, oh, he's just taking a little break. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so relatively light. Relatively light. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I play probably like 10 hours of video games a day. Like, it's like my second job, basically. Um, in all seriousness, I, I have played a bunch of different games this week. Um, and for a topic that we're talking about later <clears throat> um with like trophies and stuff i if you don't know this i love getting trophies and platinum trophies specifically and i i gave myself the goal dear listener of getting 20 platinums in 2020 which is probably easy in like the grand scheme but i am a procrastinator and i have like 12 and it's october so i have to get like <laughs> three a month so I've been like bouncing around to various games, like trying to progress. So I actually didn't play all that much uh, MLB. So I'm, there you go. You know, that like, was a bad time to take a drink of water because I almost spit it out. <laughs> yes, yes. The moment the whole world has waited for Spencer has put MLB down potentially for the year? Question mark. That's like a clickbaity title. Um, Just like all sports going on right now, it might be yeah. done for the year. Yeah. Know. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I, I've, <laughs> I've been playing The Sims, um, played a little more Vampire. Uh, Shelby and I were playing, uh, Minecraft still. We're still on the Minecraft game. Um, we just started playing Unravel 2 together. And, um, <laughs> I've been wasting almost every waking hour in farming simulator because i just know in my i just know deep down it's going to be such an easy platinum to get it's just going to be time consuming um i wish i could tell you right now that i have my playstation on and my farmer is plowing a field but alas they are not but that was awful specific i almost believe you <laughs> that's basically how it's been going and then also uh yeah, I don't know how much you care about this, but you and I were talking about how you just got the Sega uh, Genesis. Oh, Dreamcast. Okay. And I've had this idea where I wanted to build like a display of sorts and put like all of my consoles over the years essentially in there. But I've kind of revamped it and thought like, well, what if I just got like every console and i didn't know how realistic that was but i just found a website and i don't have it on me right now but i just found a website that actually is like really really easy to buy like retro consoles through wow and it's like something that i'm like oh i'll probably just like start chipping away at this like not like like it's not like i need to buy them all right now but like you know as i kind of just like feel you know like the 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 need I mean, I don't even have the display built yet, so. But, yeah, I thought it would be cool to have, like, a display with, like, every single console in it. And then, like, you know, like, probably, like, one or two games that, like, define that console. Mm -hmm. um, 
for the consoles that I already have, it'll just be games that like were for me special. But like obviously for the con- like for the Dreamcast or like even the uh, Genesis, never played those consoles. So you know, obviously I would have no idea. So I'd probably just do a little research and see like what the that generation's you know game of the generation was and basically have it so that that's also in there with it i just thought that would be cool and uh yeah i found found a cool website where you can like find all that stuff it's pretty neat are they are they working or are they just you know i don't know if they like have like a guarantee that they will work but i believe that i'm under the the assumption that everything yeah works oh cool so i mean i don't know if like you know I don't know. I don't know. I mean, honestly, somebody could just send me the shell. Like, I don't care if the innards are in there and if it works or not. Like, somebody could just send me the shell of, like, a Nintendo. And I would be like, cool. But I already have a Nintendo. So, uh, uh, I guess a 64. But. Well, do you have the, oh, I guess you have the uh, new version of the Super Nintendo. Like, the digital one. Oh, I do have that, too. But I have, I mean, I have the original Nintendo. No, I mean, yeah, I know. Um, oh, the super, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the super, super one, Nintendo. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would, I would probably get like an OG Super Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. And then put like that SNES Classic like in with it, like, oh, look yeah. at this cute little thing. But yeah, there have been times I know, like right when COVID started, I just you know did probably what a lot of people did and just went through and just trying to purge a lot of the crap that I own. Mm-hmm. And when I was in college, I bought. Um, the original Xbox from somebody on Facebook Marketplace or something. It was a really shady deal, but it was 30 bucks, and it was um, the original Xbox, the, the Halo Special Edition. And it okay. came with Halo, a book of games, mostly like Need for Speed, and two controllers. One was um, not the original one, but it was like a Microsoft like made controller, and the other one was like a Mad Cats one. There have been times it's like, I don't use this anymore. Like, I used to have a ton in college, like, when we'd, like, have people over at our apartment. Mm-hmm. And I went on eBay, and, like, my specific model, like, without box or matching control or anything, goes for, like, 200 bucks. Wow. And sometimes it's tempting. And I was actually, I was going to play it the other day. Um, but I've been shuffling stuff in and out of my office since it's been getting, um, the roof's been getting fixed. Mm-hmm. And I can't find the cables or anything for it at the moment. I think I know where they are, but and there's times like that where I'm just like, it's kind of cool to have. Like there are like these times where I just want to play like the original console. Yeah, I like one of my biggest regrets is trading in the the PS2 that I had. Like I don't know why I did it. Uh, traded into a GameStop, and uh, if you guys don't know, I have a lot of animosity towards GameStop. <laughs> I fucking hate GameStop. Um, which we will get into. Um, but yeah, I, that's like one of my biggest regrets. Like I, I love being able to just kind of like, you know, just like look at it and like think like, oh, well, if I ever wanted to, you know, I probably won't. But like if I ever wanted to, like I could. And I don't know, it's, it's a cool thing to hold on to. It's like something that like, you know, means something to me. Uh, for other people, they don't care. And like, that's totally fine. Um, but yeah. I remember... Years and years and years and years ago. I think it was like right after the Wii came out. Um, my brother bought the Wii and he basically like, we shared the GameCube. Mm-hmm. But obviously he didn't really have any use for it because uh, he had the Wii. 
And he's like, oh, you should just, you know, sell it, and we can just play all of our games on the Wii. So I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I took it to GameStop. And I got $26 for it. And I think we were actually, like, going... I, I went out to GameStop, and then I was going to your parents' house... I think you. I think your parents were doing something, and I got there, and it was like I felt such regret. I called the games up. I was like, "Hey, I just traded in this GameCube. Don't sell it. I'm gonna come back tomorrow and pick it back up." Mm-hmm. Dude, and, yeah. amount, and I've probably only played it a handful of times since then. But it was like for 26 bucks. It's like when I do play GameCube, I love playing it. Like I'll play it for hours and hours and hours on it. Dude, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I got so much out of the GameCube and the PS2. Uh, I like uh, definitely my my biggest regret. And my GameCube, my GameCube, I played my GameCube so much that the disc reader issue. I remember that. Like happened, and you and I tried to fix it. Like we we you and I bought another GameCube, which I don't know why, but we tried to use the other GameCube to fix my GameCube. And realistically, I should have just because I think we bought it from we had like a a music store. Um, back home where we grew up and no it was um i had that guy that i knew that worked at the recycling oh is that where we got it from i think so oh i thought we got it from the place in town either way i maybe we got maybe we got one at both because i, I just one i got the one in town and it was like 20 bucks like it was super cheap and worth i it. think you ended up getting one there because what um, we tried didn't work yeah but I mean, regardless, like I don't know. I I always just thought it was cool to like hold on to those things. Um, so yeah, that that's that was that was my week discovering that uh, things that I have gotten rid of and things that I've never owned I will soon be able to own <laughs> <laughs> and and put on display as if I've always owned them. <laughs> exactly. All right. After each time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I bought in right away. Um, so the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about what it's going to take to upgrade the storage of your next gen consoles. Um, we're basically back into the memory card era because it's like a, a, f- a full blown necessity. Um, but you, you, I think talked about it a lot, Mike, uh, about how other people are going to be able, other companies, um, are going to be able to like develop their own for the PlayStation. Whereas like the Microsoft one seems to be more like you have to work directly with Microsoft um but uh, i guess uh from the article that you found western digital uh just like announced their line of them um they have a 500 gigabit uh, terabyte and two terabyte options and pretty much everything is like right in line um like the one terabyte being the the best example uh, is going to be $230, which is absolutely insane uh, that you're going to have to pay that much. But I guess how we were talking about it, there probably is the opportunity or chance that these things drop in price. Yeah, I and with Western Digital specifically, um, I've used a lot of their stuff over the years. Um Back when I was still putting hard drives in things, I almost always leaned towards um, WD Blacks. Um, so they're super reliable and they just they make a good product. But yeah, one hundred and fifty dollars for five hundred gigabytes, two twenty nine 
for the one terabyte and 449 for the two terabyte. So the, the one terabyte falls almost right in line. It's $10 more than mm-hmm. Xbox car, which is made by Seagate. Um, which no real issue with them back when I was more into like a computer repair job, Seagates were kind of cheap. Um, I know almost nothing about their, um, solid state drives, but I will say on my PS4, I use a Seagate drive, a uh, two terabyte drive external. And on my Xbox one, I use, I don't, I don't know if it was one terabyte or two terabyte. I'm leaning towards two terabyte, the Xbox branded external drive. And they've been fine. And they're a couple of years old now. Um, and I travel with them. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting to see the price pretty much fall right in line with Xbox's card. And, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I for me, like this is the higher end. Just knowing the the companies like the WD Black brand, like this is probably towards the higher end of what we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Now we see like if C8 makes a drive, or um, I don't know if Toshiba does it anymore, but I know like Sony had a partnership with Toshiba years and years and years ago. Right. Um, you know, they could make a one terabyte drive in, you know six nine months a year maybe um that fits this protocol that you know they that playstation wants these um manufacturers to use and it could be for one terabyte drive i don't know i'm just kind of spitballing but like 170 bucks so there's at least competition here which is like we said last week and like you mentioned earlier i just don't see that really happening with the xbox right I mean, if history repeats itself Seagate is probably going to be the only people making a drive for it or um, for the Xbox. Right. Yeah. I thought, I thought this was crazy because we literally talked about it and you know, we obviously we record the day before we then release the podcast. So we record on a Wednesday and release it on Thursday. And I think this article got published that, that um, Western digital like actually like announced it literally like the day that we released the podcast so it was the day after we had recorded and i thought yeah. i thought it was really funny to see that like you were kind of saying that like well the like you know the door is open and people are going to be able to to make their own and take their own like crack at it and and we we already saw that uh which i don't, I don't know i guess I, again i don't know much about the whole like storage uh universe <laughs> so you know i i don't really know how these things tend to work but just kind of from how things sounded, I didn't really think something was going to be basically ready right away, like day one, that there was going to be something outside of something that Sony themselves had made. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and with with these drives, I mean, I, I think we're gonna. I think they're kind of changing the paradigm. I mean. For, for video games, for, for consoles at least, I should say, for the, for basically since consoles have had hard drives, it's been more about capacity than it has been performance. I mean, solid state drives this expensive aren't a new thing. And I mean, there are people who build out their PCs that, you know, put $500 drives in their computers regularly. And it's just a normal thing. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's just such a shock for the PC or for the console universe because it's not that demographic. Right. It's it's not necessarily PC gamers that are buying consoles, but you know you have to introduce this very PC esque like scenario to consumers. Essentially, I guess I'll, I'll just. You know, I think they're, they're the everyday consumers that want an all-in-one package that's, you know, plug-and-play. Um, I think it's just a weird paradigm to try to push people into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where it gets me, because this is the first time we're seeing this on a console. And obviously, like, you, you've seen, especially Sony, just, they won't stop talking about the solid-state drives. Yeah. Like, it's nauseating how much they talk about it. It's cool, but... It's 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 just a new shift in, in in console gaming, and it's you know at this point going to be common. It's a new technology. You know, it's basically like for like VR when it came out, mm-hmm. it was a really high cost of entry. But you know, a couple people made headsets. I think you know, I think Sony for a while was the cheapest you know way to play VR, minus like Google Cardboard or or Daydream, which are both now dead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like I'm overreacting, but also like that doesn't, I don't think that invalidates people who don't want to pay this to, uh, to yeah. have games. Yeah. You know what? It's actually, it's really funny that you said that like, this isn't anything new, like in like the grand tech world, uh, in terms of like a solid state drive. And I, I had never really considered that. I was looking at it from a console player, never having needed to buy this type of tech before so it's actually great that you like point that out because that that's a really good point you know and i think that's why it seems so weird but you know really it's just the fact that you know it's only weird because we've never had to do it before for consoles um but if we were if we had always been on pc then this wouldn't be anything new to us we would we would be sitting here going yeah this makes perfect sense And, and most other people I'm sure what is, I guess, what I'm getting at there. I think what we're going to see is, I mean, obviously, we're not going to see a lot of people buying, doing this upgrade right away. Mm -hmm. It is nice that they just included a slot. You can slap the drive in there. Like, you don't have to do what we did, where you have to completely remove the drive and basically start from a blank slate. Right. So, you know, people people can see, they can start with, putting a couple games directly on the console and then, you know, get an external hard drive, get a two terabyte hard drive for I don't know, 60 bucks or whatever. Um, and, and plug it in through USB and, and put a couple games on it and see what happens. Like, is it really worth, you know, $230 right. to, to put a couple games on it? Um, I was watching a, um, a video from Lioness Tech Tips on YouTube, and they were talking about specifically with Xbox. Um, they were comparing like load times between the One X and the Series X, and they talked about this a lot. And they said, for most people, you're going to be putting the games you're playing right now in the built-in storage, and then basically just using. Uh, an external hard drive as as an archive, essentially. Um, and they they brought up this technology. I forget exactly what it's called, um, but they use it in uh, in a lot of gaming PCs, apparently, um, 
where the, the architecture is kind of layered and it can kind of intelligently figure out, okay, what software should be on the solid state because you use it so often and what should be on a hard drive because mm. you don't, which I thought was an interesting proposal. Yeah, that would definitely um, be neat. And that could, uh, as far as I understand the, you know, the new systems, that's something that could be introduced in an update, but I, I just think it's, it's going to be weird. It is going to be the, you know, the first six months, I don't see many people buying these, um, you know, like the Western digital drives for their playstations, unless they absolutely have the means to do so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, obviously I don't know when I'm going to get a PS five, hopefully as soon as possible. But, um, I, I think I will be, doing my best to probably annoyingly finish games and then shuff, like do the whole shuffle before right. taking the step and, and doing this, especially because again, and, and we keep bringing it up, but it's like, it's so expensive upfront. Like, you know, it's all, or I should say it's already a lot of money upfront um, to, to buy one of these consoles. So then to, to think that you actually need to spend an additional almost $250 just to have a little more space kind of seems, you know, crazy almost, you know, you're paying for a half of another console almost. Right. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think, and I'm sure a lot of people will probably wait and, you know, I think I'll probably go in with the mindset of waiting in the hopes that cheaper, you know, options eventually roll through as like you kind of said, more competitors join the fold. And I think, you know, you highlighted it well last week that that might be the benefit in all of this and all of this, like, you know, storage upgrade war now that we're having. Uh, that could be the benefit for Sony um, in, in a way, because it's it's easier for once. <laughs> for, for, it's right. easier on the Sony side for once. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's let's talk about our our favorite cheap bastards in video game retail um you can buy the witcher 3 uh for 60 dollars new you can buy it for 45 dollars pre-owned or you can trade it in for two cents um, we are of course talking about gamestop and uh, uh something happened this past week a quote strategic partnership between GameStop and Microsoft. Now, I didn't do too much digging into this. I know you did a little more, so I'll let you kind of dive into it. But when I first saw that, I just immediately wanted to throw up because it just tells me that GameStop is not going away. <laughs> and I just don't... Man, when Sony announced that they were doing an all-digital PlayStation 5, I was like, yes, yes. Because GameStop's going to have to sell this and watch... The users come in and their customers come in and buy this all digital console and then they'll never see that person ever again. And I yeah, just I think that's that. hilarious. I think that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, go uh, t take us through like what this is and like what it all actually means. There was a lot of bad reporting on this. Um, and I'm bad, starting to bad get the game feeling reporting. I, yeah, I, I'm thinking this is going to start being the good reporting, bad reporting podcast. <laughs> uh, based off of some of our other conversations in previous weeks. So I saw this article come up and it said that Microsoft enters strategic partnership with GameStop. And it was filled with speculation, which was 
obnoxious, um, and I'll say why in a minute, but um, basically everything was blowing up. It's like, oh my god, does this mean that like the Microsoft Store on Xbox is now going to be like GameStop branded, or like are the 5,000 plus GameStop stores now going to become um, Xbox stores, and all this shit. And it was so stupid, because especially the, the one saying that Xbox is getting into physical retail because about a month into COVID Microsoft shut down almost every one of their retail stores for good. So it'd just be ludicrous to think that they would be buying GameStop for the storefronts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did a little extra digging and I found the actual press, the joint press release on Microsoft's website with GameStop. And it's literally just a corporate partnership so that all of GameStop's like applications and like point of sale systems move over to um, like Azure and um, Microsoft's cloud services, and that like GameStop's going to be using Office 365, and they're going to have Surface tablets in stores, and the new like CRM system is going to keep track of purchases and like oh. current subscriptions. So it's you know, if you for some reason were to go into a GameStop store, they can give you better recommendations of what you should play. Interesting. Um, and all those recommendations will be uh, like, you should you should play Halo. Oh, I only have a PlayStation. Then they like pull out a like a Switchblade, and then they go, <laughs> then buy an Xbox, kid. And they force you to buy an Xbox. And then you say, I don't want to pre-order Assassin's Creed. And then the guy goes, no, I think you might want to pre-order Assassin's Creed. So I'm not going <laughs> to cancel your pre-order. That might be personal uh, bias, but who's <laughs> to say? <laughs> um, man, that's a story you should get into sometime. Maybe if we have time at the end of this podcast. Because that's yeah. a funny one. Um, but yeah, you know, it does, it does kind of scare you a little. Like, is Microsoft going to have influence over GameStop mm-hmm. now? Um and I'm not trying to be fanatical about this. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think so um, either. That doesn't seem like a Microsoft move, honestly. It's it's not a Microsoft move, but it's a GameStop move. And does GameStop want, like, do they think that they need to, you know, you talk about uh, quotas with GameStop. That was mm-hmm. a huge issue. Is GameStop corporate going to say, we need to make Microsoft happy. So if someone comes in to buy a PS5, spit out all of these stupid facts on why they should buy an Xbox instead. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Reggie would uh, set it up that uh, instead of why you should buy a uh, Xbox instead of a PS5, why you should buy a Nintendo switch. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's doing an inside job for Nintendo that, that, you know, I could be totally making that up. I am, but you know, Maybe that explains why Microsoft is trying to get in bed with uh, Nintendo with like xCloud on being yeah. on Switches and Cuphead being on the Switch and all that stuff. They knew. Yeah. Reggie's uh, doing a power move. We need to get in now. It's just like, you know, it to me though, what this does still mean is that like, I mean, Microsoft clearly thinks that like GameStop's still going to be around to go into a, a like a partnership with them on it. Um right like i don't know how much is this, this really is this mostly like gamestop's move really i it's hard to say i i really think it's gamestop's move um 
if you read the the press release, it's mo- the press release. It's mostly GameStop talking. Okay. Um. I mean, their website has always sucked. Their apps have always sucked. So it could have been that it was just time to move. I don't know what cloud platform they were with before, mm-hmm. but it could have just been that it was, you know, the right time to to change platforms. Um. But. Microsoft did say that, like, hey, this is kind of good timing because the series consoles are coming out. And, um, you know, they, they, they were, you know, saying GameStop has always been this great point of sale for Microsoft. And they want to continue that relationship. It was pretty vague, like what Microsoft said. Um, the most detail was just about how it's going to affect GameStop corporate. Um, I just I think the big point here is just again bad reporting. You know, people and I get it, like, you know, Microsoft buys or buys the parent company to Bethesda and they're talking about buying other companies, like, oh my god, is Microsoft going to buy all of gaming? Mm-hmm. Um you know, it, I in the worst sense, it's good. It's a good move for them to be in GameStop's pocket a little. You know, just, you know, supplying all these, having having a relationship there, because now it's easy to say, you know, we do all this for you. Can you push our consoles a little more? Right. Something along those Um, lines. We'll we'll see. I I don't I don't think we really need to think too hard about it. No, I really think it's just. Microsoft or GameStop needed to change cloud platforms and here we are. Gets blown but, out of proportion. <laughs> the thing is, Microsoft could have just said no, you know, and like help put the final nail in the coffin and just True. end the terrible, terrible um, company that is GameStop. There's a quote here in this article from uh, Matt Renner, I believe, uh, president of US Enterprise Commercial at Microsoft. And he said, <laughs> it's just really funny because it's like obviously these are the things that you say when trying to like talk something up. Um, but he said, GameStop has become a popular destination for gamers to find their favorite video games. <laughs> yeah, I, I did read that too. And I, I kind of got the same feeling. Uh, socialize with others in the community. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever gone into a GameStop and seen some rando in the corner and gone, Hey, what do you think of the Witcher three? I'm just going to keep using the Witcher three as my prime example. That's fine. Um, what do you what do you think of the witcher 3 and then i get into an hour-long conversation we swap aim usernames and then (laughs) we become um you know online best buds just playing the witcher together you know uh because that has online yeah it's just try out new games like i can't tell you the last time i just like picked up it like and that goes across the board like the last time i was in like a walmart and was like oh i'm just gonna stand back here and, and and test out this game um but I feel like more now than ever, I don't, I'm, this could just be me, but I feel like for the most part, I'm sold on just trying to go through the digital uh, storefronts to get the, the games and stuff that I want. See, I think that Microsoft really doesn't see GameStop as a competitor. Oh, no. As far, as far as like a store, like buying a game on the Microsoft store versus GameStop. And I'm sure that GameStop probably initiated this conversation. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft was there, you know, GameStop comes in and Microsoft's like, 
looking at the GameStop representatives, they look down at their notes and they say, oh, you're still in business <laughs> and you want to give us money? Okay. okay. Sure. Are you sure? They probably, they probably tried to talk them out of it. <laughs> They're probably talking them to bankruptcy. And GameStop's probably like, no, 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 no. We think this is really good for both of us. <laughs> And then they had to do like the elevator sales pitch on why it's allegedly good for both of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't it's, know. It's, uh, we'll we'll see. It is funny. Like in this in this release on Microsoft's website, they do say like, um, sorry, I scrolled to find another quote, and now I have to find it again. Um, I think I'm going to read most of this this whole thing. This is following decades as an essential provider of the Microsoft Xbox game, Xbox gaming platform and services. GameStop has expanded its Xbox family of product offerings to include Xbox All Access. And it explains All Access. It's like, that makes it seem like it was part of the deal that like they become a vendor for that. But mm-hmm. like literally everybody, except for Amazon, I think. I don't know. I haven't been able to figure it out on Amazon. But like, it's not special. Right. It just seems like that's just like the the upsell that they that GameStop can add to each time somebody brings up buying the Xbox One or the uh or I guess the Xbox Series X. Like they can go, Well, hey, would you also be interested in are there any games you want to pre order that are coming out soon? <laughs> and then also, would you also be interested in Xbox All Access? Like it just seems like a thing that they can like add. I, it's weird that they didn't already have the ability to do that i guess but oh i think they did because like i don't know when i was looking at xbox pre-orders um gamestop was one of the places i was looking Mm -hmm. and i mean it was there the option was there you know as as it was with walmart and target and best buy um and and i think this came out i mean this was just last week so it was obviously after pre-orders a month after pre-orders almost hmm. interesting that they would um, include that in like the statement then yeah i we'll see i mean maybe maybe you know microsoft's other angle is hey we've got this great technology maybe this can make gaming better and like you know magza make well make no I'm, make game stuff great again make game stuff great again <laughs> no i'm gonna Not tell my story only- real quick Okay, yeah, tell your story. I'm going to do it. Okay. So I pre-ordered Assassin's Creed, I don't know, 50, whichever one it was. And it, I think it was still, I think it was that, I think it was still Ezio. I think it was like, it might've been Revelations or something like that. And we were getting like closer and closer to it coming out. And I was just like, you know what? I realize I don't really need to play another Assassin's Creed game. Fast forward, I love Assassin's Creed again and great series. And I think... All the games are fantastic, and Ubisoft, call me. Um, but I, I, I always shopped at GameStop. It was the only place that I thought of to buy games. I mean, not the only place that I thought you could, but it. I mean, you and I, countless trips to GameStop, either right. just to like walk around right. it and look at games and stuff, you know. Um, it's just the place that you think of because it's just video games. And I had set up my pre-order there and I went to cancel that pre-order, I think two or three times. And both times that I went in to do it, this piece of shit 
employee <laughs> who I think was like a manager, but I could be wrong. Uh, he talked me out of like he basically wouldn't let me cancel the pre-order. Like I numerous times was like, I really think I want to. And he was like, I'm going to let you think about it. You don't really seem too sure that you want to actually cancel it. And I mean, I don't know. It could be because GameStop sucks and like they kind of push that on their employees. Um, but yeah, like the first time it happened, I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to come back and do it another time. And then the next time I went back, he was still there. And so I was like, great, this is going nowhere. And then I went, I, I like <laughs> made my mom go with me. <laughs> And we were probably running to like Walmart or something. And I was like, can we please go to GameStop? And can you please not let this man make me keep this pre-order? I do not want it anymore. He wasn't there. And I, you know, what? I think the actual manager was there. Um, and we like, we told the whole story to this guy. And my mom wasn't even there the first two times. And she was like, yeah, it's ridiculous. This guy wouldn't let him cancel. She's talking about like so matter of factly. And then I never saw the other guy ever again. And I don't feel bad about it whatsoever. <laughs> and ever since that moment probably like i mean i still like think of gamestop as like a place to go pick up games and stuff but like in no way do i feel like an affiliation to them like when there were rumblings of them like going out of business before getting saved and bailed out for like the 90th time i had like i think a hundred dollars in like gift cards or something and i like they were running like a pro membership day where you got like bonus for trade-ins and so like i had some games that like i knew i wasn't gonna get much for but like i had gotten them for free on ps plus or whatever like we talked about last week um you know that that whole mess and so i was like well I'll just get whatever i can for them might as well get a bonus on top of that and i took all of my like credit at gamestop and i just bought playstation like psn gift cards with it <laughs> might as well like i like i bought i think i bought two games because they were running like sales on two specific games i think i got odyssey there for like 15 dollars, and this was like maybe odyssey had been out for a year maybe okay. i don't even know and so i got it for like 15 bucks and i thought that was a good deal and then like i had easily a hundred dollars left and i put all of it into and it felt really stupid because I was like buying a game and then it was like, all right, well, I'm not going to spend any more of this year. Like this is all all going to a different online store. And uh, I, I, I don't think I've bought anything from a GameStop since that moment. That was like probably two years ago. I think. I, Go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I when the whole like pre-orders and stuff with like consoles and stuff, I sat on a GameStop and tried to pre-order one online through their store that was a whole mess not really that wasn't really them in my opinion that was like just the whole pre-order mess still right i felt i felt gross i was like i don't like this one bit (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to give my money to gamestop (laughs) yeah there's so i mean i i am pretty outspoken against and, and it's it's changed a little bit but um the former, I think it was the former CEO of GameStop, was an absolute shitbag. Mm-hmm. Just what he did and, like, you know, heading, like, pushing quotas and everything. Um, just ran the business into the ground. Awful businessman. It was hopefully never working for another business again, even on a board. Um, 
so I don't I don't feel bad not supporting them in that sense. I do think they're trying to do a turnaround, and that's great. I know that guy is no longer there. Um, but yeah, my I think the last time I went to GameStop, it was actually a good memory, and I think I'm kind of sitting. It's like this is a good memory to like let GameStop die off of. Um, when Red Dead came out, they were doing this deal where if you buy Red Dead, you get a hundred dollars off of the Xbox One X. So essentially, you get the game for free and then like a forty dollar credit on top of it. Right. And they were running a parallel deal where you get an extra a hundred dollars, I think for trading a console towards an Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro. And people figured this out really quickly because you could there were there were actually instances where you could like trade in enough stuff to make money off of this deal. And and still get that new Xbox. And I thought I was on top of it, called around to a bunch of different stores in my area and I've got like an egregious amount of GameStops. I have a mall near me that has two GameStops in it and they're mm-hmm. no more than 50 yards from each other. Love that. I love when I see that cuz I'm like, man, um, that was a good decision. Good job. <laughs> yeah, owning two storefronts. Now granted they're small. They're smaller than average GameStops. Um but apparently they also it's not like one GameStop. It's two different, I don't know if they're franchises or or what. But, right. Um called around actually had a guy at GameStop um call another GameStop in a city near me that to see if they had it and they said they would they did have it they had a bunch of them and like really no rush to get there and I was going to that city that same day but I was taking public transportation (laughs) I was taking a 40 minute train there and back I was like well I don't want to and I had stuff to do in the middle I didn't want to tote xbox around anyway um not the point i go and do my stuff and i get back that evening and i get a call from gamestop from this guy and he's like hey did you happen to go pick one up and i said no he said okay i had someone ask to reserve a console in the beginning of the day and he still hasn't shown up to get it so if you can beat him here i'll give it to you yes i love that i love and yeah I, I remember you telling me that that's awesome yeah and i live five minutes from that game stop so i was like <laughs> okay bet i was like, i can walk there bet um so i got there and uh, i talked to someone else and he's like oh no sorry we have one more but it's reserved and this guy like stops talking to a customer. You remember the guy who said keep in mind a lot? Yes, I was gonna was say, him. yep. Um he comes over and says, nah, he didn't show up. He's here now. Sell it to him. Yes. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. So I got like the one X and um Red Dead for like two hundred dollars after I, all my trade-ins and the deals and stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of that's the one thing i will say some of the employees as much as you could tell they hated their lives some of them were very cool and like would absolutely talk your ear off about a specific game and like you know whether it was to try and sell you on it or just because they were actually that passionate about it and you were also you could have great discussions and some of them were very cool yeah yeah Uh, speaking of great discussions we have one more topic oh Oh, and I know you. something that's very near and dear to your heart. Well, we're getting low on time. I got to go eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm not this timely intentionally. I'm just good at looking at a clock. I got you. Yes. Yes. We do have one more topic and that is trophies and just how, how incredible trophies are. Um, oh, the best, the best drug. Yes. Uh, Play- <laughs> PlayStation announced that they were going to be like making changes to their trophy system, which like there's, you have like a level on playstation and i never really understood that is there do you have a level on xbox or is it just your gamer score it's just the gamer score yeah that's what i thought so um you have this like level that i think i was like level 22 and i never really knew what that meant honestly i mean uh there's platinum trophies gold trophies silver trophies and bronze trophies and you know you can obviously decipher that each one gets you so much towards leveling up essentially um but i don't know if there was ever really much of a this is how it's broken down but uh they they announced some changes so that trophy scale that level scale used to be one to 100 they upped it to one to 999 so i went from level 20 uh like three i'm now level 356 no big deal i'm just (laughs) better than most so uh they they announced that there's like a new like level calculation so um uh platinum trophy i guess or oh oh this is like so i'm level what i say 356 so i'm like silver tier one essentially and then like gold tier one starts at 600 and then that goes like 699 like it's it's like each 100 is like its own tier essentially uh looks like 800 to 998 is gold tier though as well and then 999 if you if you ever make it there uh you are like platinum level um and so like the icon for your level is just like a star with a trophy in it apparently that's changing which i think is kind of cool none of these things actually matter though um <laughs> like 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 seriously they didn't really even say that like oh we just think this is better like and i think that's really just it i think they were just like yeah it's better this way and like it's not that it's not i'm like yeah sure i'm fine with it whatever like the the changes are like they're nice they're like nice changes they're nothing special though um and they in are in no way needed um but i just thought it was like kind of funny because just it's, it's like something that again doesn't really matter xbox kind of I think almost does it in a way that I like more in the sense that it's like just your gamer score. So, you know, if on PlayStation it was like, you just like however many like trophies and then you could like see a breakdown of them, I would be fine with something like that, honestly. Um, But yeah, and I talked about it earlier, obviously. I love getting trophies. I love trying to go for platinum trophies. I'm at like 40 something, um, which is the same as help me out here a thousand gamer score on xbox right give or take yeah i guess i guess yeah completing a game completing all the achievements is a thousand yeah so um, but okay (laughs) uh yeah so i mean i don't know i've always looked at the two systems of like achievements slash trophies or whatever and i've always liked playstation more i think that's probably just because i was on playstation first but just like the way i think about it i really like the idea of like the way that they break up what each trophy like hmm, how much each like achievement is 
by like giving it a trophy level mm-hmm. like this is a bronze and it's like those are typically the easier ones typically um this is like silver a little bit harder probably and then gold and then if you are able to like complete all of these this like checklist of goals and stuff you get a platinum and i i don't know i really like that i think it's like cool the pop of getting an achievement or a trophy uh for both systems is super satisfying for me i they definitely is like the thing that people say like oh if you enjoy it it's because like you get like what is it, a serotonin boost when mm-hmm. like when you hear that sound i absolutely get that when i hear either i i love it like i'm like oh i just did something and like you know I, I probably i probably pop a boner um and <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know I, it's just something that i've always enjoyed doing and like it's not something that, i guess it's not something that i've always done but it's something that like i think once i got my first platinum which might have been minecraft on ps3 might have been my first platinum i'm not 100 sure on that uh, but when I got that, it like it opened a whole new world for me, and it was like now I want to just like complete everything. And I got much more into like actually completing games, which I didn't used to do. Like GameCube, PS2 era, uh, even back like when I played like PS1. Obviously, I would absolutely just start games over like each time I would go to play them, and I never even realized that like saving was a thing. Really, like I was big dumb. Um, <laughs> but like, and then it just like I started like getting more into that, and now I try to basically complete every game that i play like i i play a game and as long as i enjoyed it enough and like i didn't just like play it to get through it i typically will then look at the trophy list and go okay is it reasonable that i can like go back spend even more time in this game that i enjoyed and like do everything that the developers set out for me to do if it's like play the game on a specific difficulty, I probably won't waste my time because I typically think that that will ruin my enjoyment of the game. Uh, I typically just play on like a normal difficulty, um, depending. But um, so typically that. But you know, if it's something where it's like you have to beat this game five more times, that also probably not something that I would do. But um, but yeah, it was just something that I definitely got like more interested in doing, and. Uh, this doesn't really change that for me, and I don't think this would get me like more into it or not. But I do think it's kind of cool. Um, or again, they're nice upgrades that they're making to the to the trophy system that they have in place. I think the biggest thing for me, what I read, was that like the weights of the trophies are different now. Um, yeah, I don't I, think they like actually said what though. Like, I don't know if they. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they said like how much like you get per trophy. They might have. I just I didn't read it. I, I did very little reading about this topic. Um, but like a platinum gets you a lot more progress than it did before, which is yeah. great because I think like I mean I used to be like seriously into getting trophies too. Like once I got my first one, mm-hmm. um, I was just so into it. Like that just completely changed video gaming for me. And then like with the PlayStation with the way it's set up like getting a platinum wasn't rewarding anymore because i'd go and like i'd look at my percentage before i had to go get like that last trophy that Mm -hmm. triggers the platinum and it would say like like if i was level 15 i would say and i was at like 57 percent i'd go get the platinum and it'd be like 59 percent i'm like well that sucks yeah (laughs) shouldn't i be a whole new level now you're yeah you know you're definitely right about that and i'm actually super excited to like see 
how much of like a difference it is. Um, hopefully, maybe next time before we record next, I'll get a platinum because I need to get again nine more or eight more before this year is <laughs> over. But um, I'll try and like actually track that and see like how much of a boost it gives. Hopefully, it does um, give give quite a bit. Like I said, I thought the way that it was like going, um, like again, I was like in the twenties. So when I saw that the change was basically going from a scale from one to 100 in level to one to 999, I was like, oh, it's just going to put me in like, if I'm at 20, if I'm at level 22, I'll be in like the 220s. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of how I assumed it would go. And then when I, when the update went through on like my profile and it had me in like the mid 300s, I was like, oh, interesting. So I'm guessing that has to do with the fact that like I have 44 platinums and like stuff like that. Um, right so i mean yeah i i I understand what you're saying it is kind of like you you get trophies and then also it like levels your profile up uh again whatever that actually means but maybe when you get to the platinum level so when you get when you hit level 999 in trophy collecting uh maybe they send you a platinum trophy like a real one like made out of real platinum i would i would quit everything yeah. do nothing but play video games oh yeah oh yeah until i died in five days of you know not right. having a house or electricity or and not eating and stuff like that because you were just playing eating. video games <laughs> not even playing video games at all because like i don't have electricity or, <laughs> here. console um but yeah again not not like this really changes much about like the the overall like system of earning trophies but i thought it'd be kind of cool like do you have like a favorite moment in collecting trophies i was ab it was definitely the the first platinum i ever got and and it you know in in one way sucks that like i haven't had i don't know i can't think of another memory that would like give me that feeling again Mm-hmm. But my first my first trophy was or my first platinum was Assassin's Creed 2 and that game sucked to get it in. Mm-hmm. That that may still be the hardest one for me. Um and I think I I was just about giving up because you have to like find all this crap and like I, if I remember correctly in that game you have to like find feathers and there's nothing in game that tells you where they are like you can't unlock a map or anything so you literally just have to comb the whole map to find them and i finally found all of them i just committed to it it was like 6 p.m one night and i said i'm not stopping until i find all of these things and it was the last trophy i had to get and it was like 2 30 a.m or so and i got it and it was just insane like like you said just completely changed gaming for me mm-hmm um that was a great one but then also like if i can add another one basically any game that we've been able to play as a group where we all get the platinum like at the same time essentially like minecraft when we did it yeah Um, you and i you and i oh my god we played like minecraft felt like every weekend um because i think that was when you had gone to college yeah um and you and i like every weekend we'd like put a, a good chunk of time into minecraft like working towards the platinum together and that yeah that's always like fun or even like um ones where it's not so hard but um a way out <laughs> yes 
you can see you can witness us getting that platinum trophy. You, what? Look at you. You're just like you're on top of it today. It's not planned. <laughs> you weren't planning on being on top of it. You just kind of are. No, usually, um, usually bottom. Yeah, but, uh, uh, you and I. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I are bottoms. Um, yeah. No, you you and I played through. Uh, you and I played through a way out together, which again is always a fun experience. And then, yeah, you and I did it a, a second time going for the platinum trophy. Um, and yeah, we recorded that entire playthrough. Um, and that's up on, on my YouTube channel. But yeah, those, those moments are always the best. So what's yours? I, I have an idea, but. Yeah, I, I kind of have like two moments. Um, so my probably like my my big one is GTA Five. Um, I got that. So I played GTA Five. It's one of my favorite games. Played it on the PS3, and then when I got a PS4, and they like, I guess, just ported it, or I guess they slightly improved it uh, for the PS4. I got it then, and you know, through playing it the second time, I was like. I want to. I want to platinum this. This is going to be the the most like work I put into a platinum, but I want to do it. And it was hard from the sense of like just super time consuming. There's so many like collectibles. I had to follow so many guides because like there was just so much random shit in that game that you had to find. Um, but like I don't know. I like that was one where I guess like I just felt really accomplished at the end of it. Um, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, that's one of my favorite games, um, like of all time. So to kind of just have an excuse to just run around the world more, just finding like alien artifacts or whatever the hell it was, yeah. like that was just super, super fun and super cool at the end of it. Um, is that the one that you thought I was going to say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Shelby and I, we played through like Skyrim together and, while well, like I basically played while she made like decisions for us. It's typically how we play like telltale games and stuff too. Um, okay. But like for Skyrim, that was like fun because Skyrim's so massive. So being able to like kind of like go through all that. And then that was one where like we like messed up somewhere along the line. So I actually had to start a completely new save just to get one stupid trophy. And I was like, you had to get your love, your character level back up to like, I don't know, probably like 30 or something to, to be able to have access to like the various quests. So I had to kind of put more. So that one wasn't as enjoyable, but the process up until that last trophy was like, generally speaking, just a blast. And then the last one for me is after I was in, uh, after I was in the hospital with a partially collapsed lung, uh, the like day that I got out, like within a week I earned like six platinums and it was just like the perfect, like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like one of those things where it was like, I was like, I was back doing like the thing that I enjoyed doing after not being able to do it as stupid as and, and lame as that sounds. Right. And it was just like a nice, like kind of like just not like no longer being in like a hospital and whatnot. And like, again, like getting the thing, like getting the platinums and stuff. Uh, one of those was fallout shelter too. And I have no shame. And the fact that I played a mobile game on my PS4 just to get a platinum. <laughs> it, it influences it though because it does. You know, I was you know when I got Stardew, 
I was going back and forth for so long, I ended up getting it for Android. Um, but I was like, it's going to come out for the Vita soon. I'm like, there's probably going to be trophies. Yes, dude. Oh, man. I, that's the thing. That's like the one reason why I like pretty much won't get an Xbox because like that's like the one thing holding me back, I guess, is because like if it's a game that's on both, like I want to get it for PlayStation so I can earn trophies. Yeah. It's... Like I almost always do that. That was kind of hard for me to swallow with this past generation because I got the PS4 first and only had the PS4 for a while. Eventually got the Xbox One um, where I was only getting Xbox ex- uh, exclusive games. Mm-hmm. But then when I got the One X two years ago now or whatever it was, I've been primarily buying games for that just because I didn't get the PS4 Pro. It's better hardware games look better on it it'd yeah. kind of be stupid not to from a gaming standpoint no i absolutely get that but, like yeah like i don't care about my gamer score right I, it, it just it doesn't do it for me like I, I i understand why people like it and i uh, but i just i thought it was way inferior compared to like the trophy system on playstation and i'm sure that's not a common opinion i don't know like I, I don't I don't know like like generally how people would like weigh the two. Um, yeah, in the conversations like, I've had, it's been more favorable towards Xbox. Really? But I mean, I'm one person, so that's, that's what my outlook is based on. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I just find like the weight of like, because with Xbox, isn't it just like all over the place with like how much something could be worth in terms of oh, like, yeah. score? It's like They're super like, random. It's like between five and like twenty, I think, is probably like a bronze. And then like I don't know, there's like a twenty there's like twenty five fifty that are like common. And then there's like a hundred, and a hundred would be like a gold, and then a thousand. I think it's really there's really even no like platinum. Right. It's basically you just get all the trophies. You don't. It's it's just not rewarding. It's when you have a thousand gamer score, right? Typically, like it's like right. Like that would basically be the same because with with PlayStation, generally, this isn't always the case. Uh, but like generally, I would say like a bigger t- title. Um. So like GTA or or uh, The Witcher and like those like big Assassin's Creed like those big games they typically have 50 trophies and then the 51st trophy is the platinum so you have to earn 50 trophies okay. and like that's almost what it seems like that a thousand gamer score is at least that's how I always like assumed it was um, but like, you don't actually get something for getting there other than the fact that you can say you got a thousand gamer score right? Right yeah so, I mean I only have one game that I have a thousand gamer score on and it's uh, that Cube 2 game I was telling you about. Yes. A um, couple that I'm close in, but yeah, I mean, my gamer score right now is 9,971, which is a weird fucking number. Yeah. Because when I had a Windows phone, there were a couple games on it that you could earn achievements on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, honestly, we, we, you know, we joked about this earlier. Uh, I, I think before we were... No, it was one of the recording about Solitaire. Um, Solitaire had like a three gamer score, like why? Achievement. Yeah, it was stupid. Like, all Xbox games had five as like the minimum. Yeah, because you want so a nice round number to look at. 
so now and like as far as i like i haven't seen any other games that use gamer score that have odd numbers like that so now now it's just messed up forever (laughs) i would be triggered looking at that each and every time it's 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 so bad it's like nine thousand nine hundred (laughs) seventy one especially now because like i'm actually trying to get this to ten thousand just to Uh be there not like it you know matters that's no, there's people who have like a million gamer score that have been playing Xbox as long as I have. But it's just so ugly to look at. Like it's man, I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have ten thousand and one. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, I again I like both. Like I like just the fact that there's something there that's like tied to your profile and like shows how you like completed a certain game. Like I like it in both, but I just general like generally like the the trophy setup more, and I again don't know if that's because that's where I started, but you know, I've amassed over four thousand trophies, and uh, I, I wouldn't want to to stop there. I wanna I wanna keep adding to that total. Do you think you'll get to ten thousand gamer score, or do you think I'll get to ten thousand trophies first? Um, I'm going to be a little conservative with this and say you'll probably get to 10,000 trophies. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. Unless I get him in Halo. I mean, I basically need one more. Well, because <laughs> of my stupid number, I need like a 25 gamer <laughs> score achievement and then like a, a five. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Last question for you. Real quick, before we, before we get into our, our games coming out this week, and then we got to wrap it up oh. for you to go eat dinner. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, okay. What do you think? I guess we'll just keep it broad since you you don't know yet which console you'll have, which next-gen console you'll have first. I'm 100% sure I will have a PlayStation 5. Um, but just in general, what, what game do you predict will be your first next gen achievement slash trophy like platinum or just in general just just your first trophy like first trophy where like it could be so stupid where it's like like spider-man miles morales it's like you loaded in the game like neighbor friendly neighborhood guy and like that's the trophy like probably that i was gonna say probably spider-man yeah so Um, it's only gonna be that or um um something from madden <laughs> that's fair um or the little big the new little big planet game whatever that is i was going to say is that like astro's playroom like does that come on the like console like preloaded i want to say uh, see it's hard to say because like on the ps4 it came with one of those two and it did mm-hmm but when the VR came out, it was actually a game you could buy, and it was like a platformer, really good platformer. I, I think it's I don't I don't know for certain. I think it's going to be included. If it is included, which that's kind of the vibe that I got, but again, I'm not 100 percent sure. But if it's like already preloaded, I almost guarantee that that will be my first uh, like next gen trophy because I'll probably just load into that while I'm waiting for Spider Man and like Bug Snacks and all those games to download. Yeah. Um, that's true but like yeah like that 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 like i was thinking about it i was like i can't believe that my my next gen my first next gen trophy is going to be in fucking astro's playroom or whatever it's called 
I, I thought I, it was you know, funny. Now that we talk about it, I would be surprised if it wasn't free because I read an article that the team that developed Astro's Playroom actually like co-developed the new DualShock. Oh. So okay. I think it's more of a demo software to like show off the controller. Like that's and that's what it was with the DualShock uh, Four or whatever. The is that the PS4 one? DualShock yeah. Four. Yep. Um, because like they had like better haptic. Uh, vibration it's like you could shake it around and it actually felt like there was a little robot thing shaking in there or you could like swipe up on the pad and they would like shoot out the front of the controller it's really cool so anyway I, I think it'll be a similar situation okay we're 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 coming on the end of our fourth episode here at good game bad game podcast incorporated um but before we go what game that is coming out take bash Tomorrow. No. I am so excited for this game. Even though it's a party game and I have no one to play it with. No, a cake bash. Have you not seen anything for it? No, oh my god, it looks adorable. <laughs> oh my god. It's coming out for like everything. I see that. Yeah, it's literally coming out. So it's coming out today, if you're listening to this, the day this podcast releases. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, My the one that I picked out, and this is one that I think I'm just excited to like see stuff about. I'm not going to get it. But the Mario Kart um, home circuit. Yeah, like comes with like the 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 remote controlled car essentially that you like use your switch to control i actually think that looks super neat and i'm excited to see how like some of these various like gaming groups specifically who have maybe like an office or something and like a large space to work with um obviously probably not right now because of covid and everything but um i thought this was neat i think it's like kind of like a little too uh niche but um, I'm excited to see some stuff about it. I'm not going to get it, but like, I'm excited to see stuff about it. So, yeah, I, I saw that too. And obviously I don't have a switch, so I'm not going to get it. Um, uh-huh. I think it's really cool. Like I just imagine like if they had this stuff when like my brother and I were kids or when we were kids, right? that would be insane. <sighs> yes. I think about that too. Cause I feel like, uh, I mean like my, my house is like, uh, I, I I can't even like think about like your house right now. I'm trying to like picture it in my head, um, <laughs> like the layout of it. But like my house is like all one floor basically. Like we have an attic and like we have a like a basement, but like it's basically just like one open like floor where everything is like. And there's like a couple of rooms and stuff like off of like the kitchen that you could like you. We could have made such a cool like uh, track in there. Oh yeah for sure so yeah i'm excited to see stuff about that but um but yeah that uh that does it we're coming up on like the prime time like obviously with the next gen consoles coming out but like this is typically when like a ton of games also um start releasing so i think we're gonna have a lot of good games to talk about good games not bad games um coming up here pretty soon but uh yeah that does it for episode four I had a blast this episode. Almost oh, yeah. as if we blew by. Yeah, almost as if we like blew up, you know? Cuz they wow. say episode 4.
blow up special. It's the blow up special. It's our blow it's up blow be, up. Got to be a little bit longer. Celebrate <laughs> our fans who have gotten us here. Yes, yes, of course. Um, if if you're listening, if you made it this far into this glorious episode four of the Good Game Bad Game podcast, we really appreciate you and uh, thank you for listening to us talk about video games, taking like a Christopher Walken cadence. Yeah. I got more Obama, but yeah, I get you. Okay, I didn't. Obama has a lot of uhs, like he does like a lot of uh, as he gets to like the next part. Whereas I feel like True. Walken has a lot of like stops and then pick up, you know. Uh, but yeah, if you guys don't mind, wherever you listen to the podcast, if you're able to, leave us a nice little rating or a review and just share it around. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate you. And Mike, do you have anything for the good of the order? You want me to talk more? That concludes this episode. (laughs) We will talk to you guys next week.